Hey, I'm Micah. And I'm Jen. From 1994 to 1996, Jen lived in the middle of nowhere, Montana. But not by choice. She was sent to a therapeutic boarding school. I had some issues. While there, she performed hard labor. There was also a lot of forced exercise. Went through daily, hours-long group therapy. That shit didn't work. And when she left, she was left with some holes in her life. Holes? One of the holes was their pop culture hole. Yeah, I missed a lot of shit. And that's a hole we can fill. Hey, how's it going? It's time for... I never saw that. Hey, how's it going? Hey, pretty good. Nice. The reason that you did that is because my mind was absolutely blown um, when I watched the last... Hi, everybody. Hey, welcome to I Never Saw That. Um... (laughs) We have a guest this week that you just heard. Yeah. And now Jen's going to explain why I opened the show that way. Well, hi. First of all, hi, guest. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, exactly. Oh, pretty good. Oh, pretty good. Hey, um, thanks for asking. I lost my shit. Okay, so we're doing Beavis and Butthead this week. This is a, <laughs> this is a mess of We're an taking intro. a long walk to fine. get it's to the fine. intro here. Um, We watched eight episodes of Beavis and Butthead. Uh, and... On the very last one, I discovered that, hey, hey, how's it going? Oh, pretty good. Was from Beavis and Butthead. I never knew that. I lost my shit. The big, this is a thing that Eric always says, everyone listening, for the last 25, 6 years that I've known him and before that. So this was really mind-blowing for me. So, hey, how, how how you guys doing? My name's Eric. Um, I just quickly, <laughs> before we get going, I just quickly want to acknowledge that I'm an adult who is well over 40 years old. So now, uh, now let's talk about turds. <laughs> <laughs> Some of you may remember Eric from a previous episode, um, Rancid's and Out Come the Wolves. Hell yes, they do. Not much and... turd talk in that one. <laughs> we talked really about good misheard lyrics sock though yes we talked about that a little bit um last week and one of the things that eric said when we first started this podcast was he wanted to talk about beavis and butthead yeah so the only problem was it was really hard to find up until recently all the beavis and butthead episodes with the original videos intact um, and then right before we finally found them and got this rolling and set a time to record about it, uh, Paramount Plus announced that there's a new Beavis and Butthead movie coming out. So hashtag Beavis and Butthead. Um, and they're re-releasing all of the original episodes with all the videos on Paramount Which, Plus soon. Which, by the way, is fucking amazing. I'm, I, we don't have Paramount Plus, but I'm still so excited. And we won't get any money from this, um, but you should all go do your free trial for Paramount Plus starting this week. And yeah, and just then watch cancel, and we definitely won't get any money from that. <laughs> yeah, for no other reason, just to confirm how good our Beavis and Butthead impersonations are going to be on the the bits that we relay to you. That way, you can go listen to the real episode and be like, "Yeah, just about one for one, pretty good." Yeah, perfect. Yeah. It was or perfect. you know, as some people like to do, they could just listen to us describe them because oh. that's something that we do here. Nobody likes that. On I never saw that. Nobody likes that. I wasn't told this was going to be an eight-hour episode. Do I need uh, <laughs> do I need to clear my schedule? Yes, it, we've cleared it for you. Don't <sighs> worry. Good. Does that mean we're doing? That means we're, we're doing. Th- we're going to descend into hell. Yes. See you in the funny papers. See you in the funny papers. See you in the funny papers.
funny papers. And um, before we begin recording, I did send this uh, Garfield yeah. comic strip. Fucking bullshit. To our guest, Fucking Eric, bullshit. So not that fair. he could help. You should not get to be a guest on this show and get to see the comic. That's how I feel. We've all seen all the comics, Jen, and we all remember them. I mean, so. I guess you're right. I'm the one who missed. Although, well, anyway, okay, whatever. Fucking sh- whatever. Go. This is going well. All right, Eric, how many panels do we have today? We have three panels, Micah. Three panels today. And just two characters in this one. John Arbuckle and our hero, Garfield. Oh, Micah, I just want to uh, note, Jen, just so you can kind of see it. They're horizontal. I don't know if you know, they're, so they're like next to each other on the side, and they're all of equal size. Mm-hmm. And that, thank you. That they're actually, kind of, they're kind of like help. they're kind of like squares. Uh huh. Yeah, oh, and the two on the ends have black lines around them, and the one in the middle does not. It's more open. But the space is implied, like the negative space. You can kind of get a feel that it's it's its own contained area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like bookended by the first and the third. I just, um don't like either one of you Ah, and so okay so the first panel um we see john john arbuckle is garfield's owner and he has a little collared shirt on as he i think almost always does and he lives in a house with the highest fucking counters in the known world (laughs) i believe because they always cut him off like above the elbow like right below his pecs so you can just see him standing there with a line cutting him off right below his Or pecs. maybe John is really short. He might be. I always thought he was, he seems, he looks tall, but. Maybe, maybe he's kneeling. I don't know. But um, Wait, like he's kneeling down. And so the, the counter looks like it's hitting him high. But really, if he stood up, it would be a normal Well, then those height. would be the lowest counters of yeah. all time because that would have to be like a foot high or something. Well, different, different heights for different folks is what they say, you know. Um, Jen, are you are you following this? Um, no, I don't know. Micah forgot to mention John is on the left. <laughs> yes, thank oh you. my god, thank and, you. This is so helpful. Garfield, Garfield's on the right, and I don't know. Garfield's a cat. Yeah, Garfield is John's cat. <laughs> Garfield would probably say that John was his, though. Okay, so Garfield, uh, John is on the left, as Eric so helpfully pointed out, and his eyes are fucking huge like he's really surprised at what he's seeing he's just standing there um in front of him walking toward him and i know he's walking because his heel is on the ground and his foot is pointing straight up and his leg his left leg is extended and straight and that's how a cat walks on his back legs i'm not gonna lie it looks pretty fucking cool like it's (laughs) It's it kind of it's kind of like a the keep on trucking thing. Like I bet it's probably yes. inspired by it. Like it it's it's pretty damn good. One hundred percent. His hand is out and with the palm open and a thumb up, and he's like, it's like he's presenting, like he's walking, just like yeah, it's like that keep on trucking thing, like Eric said. Yeah, um, but the I, weird thing, yeah, go ahead. I think it's important to note though that if he keeps on trucking, he's gonna walk into John's like chest because he's literally maybe three or four inches from him and he's his foot's in the air man he's moving so i'm a little nervous like we'll find out in the next panel what happens but i just want to say there's a lot of tension there's motion behind his head too so i think his head is moving really fast i don't know about the rest of the body i would like to please admit (laughs) that i thought i thought this whole time that it was John who was walking. Oh, and so Jen. it's really good that you that you 
Um, clarify that for okay. you. Okay, to you know, recap, John, I want to. I want to recommend. Maybe we just start over because I think maybe we didn't set the good, we didn't okay. set the scene right. That's a good good choice. <laughs> so, we, Jen, we've got three panels. I can't. I can't even. I can't. Even. <laughs> Our worst episode. <laughs> okay. Thankfully, we didn't. We don't have eight fucking episodes of Beavis and Butthead to talk about. <laughs> so uh, this is this is good. Um, They're only 10 minutes long each, so the most I can talk about them is, what, like... 52 minutes. Three hours each. Um, okay, so Garfield is on the right. John is on the left, not moving. He's standing gotcha. still. Yeah, by the counter, the very high counter. Garfield counters. is walking on the counter toward him. His hand is extended. His oh, left Garfield's leg is extended. on the counter. Okay, yeah. yep. And... John is very surprised. Big eyes. Garfield, his eyes are also big. But the weird thing, again, the last time we talked about Garfield, his mouth was really fucking with my head. It was, do you remember? It was open and he had big fangs. Well, I remember that you said that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And this one, he has a smile that's literally ear to ear. It curves all the way down and comes back up. Big smile. smile. Hey, Jen, have you? Kind of like that. I mean, I don't know if Mike has ever um, described it to you, but there's a um, a movie called Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> I mean, Mike, I could probably, if we oh. have, you know, 40, 50 more hours, Mike yeah, might yeah, be able yeah. to tell us about it. But there's a cat, <laughs> there's a cat there that has a big smile. Um, yes, I've, I've had that described to me. Yes. Okay. Now Garfield yes. is not a Cheshire cat. I could tell you about the differences, but I think you can probably like figure it out. But it does look smile. like a Cheshire mm-hmm. cat smile. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So he has a big smile, big eyes. And he says in his little thought bubbles, which I don't know if you want to get into this, Eric, but you're kind of a Garfield expert. Um, (laughs) When John talks, which he doesn't in this comic at all, but when John talks, it's a speech bubble with a line going to a big oval. When Garfield, quote, talks, it's a thought bubble with dots because cats can't speak English, right? Right. Mm -hmm. But the implication here is that he's communicating with John because John's reacting. Right. How does that work in universe? Yeah, I don't know. I know you've talked about this before, but I don't think you actually talked about it um, in canon. It's actually farts. So those, <laughs> thank you. Those, uh, those little bubbles. Wait. Those are those are farts. So okay, so he's, he's fart thinking in uh-huh. farts. Yeah. Hmm. He's, mm-hmm. Okay. All so right. is it and like John Morse code? Fart okay. language. Have you guys fed a cat lasagna before? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a no. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. I have, I'm assuming you I have. And that's I can't how you believe know this. how long this is taking. Are we Did, on panel two yet? No, this is panel one. Jesus we haven't even read the, the thought bubble. So just to recap, John's on the left. No. Garfield's walking no. toward him with a big smile. And Garfield says in the thought bubble, hi there. <laughs> okay. okay. Are you ready for the second panel? I'm so beyond ready. John's in the same position, still looking surprised. Um, Garfield is now leaning forward. Their faces are like almost touching and still with a huge smile. And Garfield says, this is me being friendly. Okay. All right. Ready for the third panel? He he farts. Garfield farts. farts. This This is is me being being friendly. friendly. Yep. Yes. Okay. Third panel. I'm going to start with Garfield here, and we'll do John's reaction, okay? Garfield, still leaning forward, big smile, says, oh, sorry, farts. Yeah. This makes my face hurt. Mm, are you right? And now John, his eyes aren't all the way open anymore. His eyes, the lids are heavy. 
And he, how would you describe that look, Eric? It smells really bad in that room, I think is what, what <laughs> okay. those eyeballs are telling us. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that's the face of a guy that's really thinking hard about whether or not I should have given that cat lasagna. Yeah. Yeah. He looks disappointed and angry with mm-hmm. himself and his cat. Um, and that's it, Jen. What? That's it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, Hi let there. Me, let me just. This is me being friendly. This makes my face hurt. Uh-huh. And John is nonplussed. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Cat smiles. W- Cat still Why smiles. W- Cat says, my face hurts. I think he needs to go to the vet. I'm not sure. I don't know it if looks- like, that's what we're supposed to take away from this. Is He's asking Why for help. Why the fuck were John's eyes so big? What was the thing? Because Garfield usually, because he was I don't smiling? know if you know this about Garfield, he usually looks kind of grumpy and he's kind okay. of a sourpuss. Okay. So if I, I think I understand the segment correctly, but this is supposed to make you happy that you missed all this pop culture, right? Because no one should have to <laughs> well, see that, this Garfield. Yeah, that is definitely the effect that it's having. Good. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that just sounds like a real piece of shit. See you in the funny paper soon. I actually had much. I had much less to say, but I'm sorry. I, I egged him on, Jen. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, I, I, um, I can't believe that was it. That was the best one yet. I think best seeing the funny papers. We keep going, and like you keep going, and I'm like building. I'm like mm-hmm. getting excited, mm-hmm. you know. And then it just it's like it's like a dud firework. Yeah, know? yeah. That's what it's like to read the comics too, and to look at the pictures. I think it would still be a little better than Just takes slightly I'm less in. time. All right. So on to Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All, everybody's going to do that at yeah. some point. I, I did just, it last week. I'm just week. getting it out of the way. I actually, I really like Butthead's laugh, I realized, um, as I was, what? Poop. Oh, yeah. That's Beavis also. But Butthead has more of like a, <sighs> I can't do it. Like, like a, I know what you're saying. That's not it. <laughs> no, it's not it. But like he saying. breathes, you know, it's like a yeah, heavy breathing a lot of breathing. sort of laugh. Um, this was a fucking delight. It was a lot of views, and I had to watch all in a row today. Well, the thing is, Jen, now you got the 1994-95 experience because it would just be right. on MTV for about two or three hours at a time. And it would just be one after another, after another, after another. And that was, right. that was how right. it became... Just in the brain. Yeah. So I I don't remember, like, how often did episodes come out? Were there, like, was it, like, daily? Was it, like, 10-minute episodes a day? Was it more than one a day? Was it weekly? Do you remember? Do you know? They would package, them, think... they would package them together. Um, there'd be, like, two at a time uh, yeah. in a half hour, and then they'd mix like those the up. Yeah, much like the head. Um, right. And it started in on liquid television, I think, is, like, no... Um, as there was a couple, like kind of like how The Simpsons started on mm-hmm. the Tracy Ullman show. This was, right. you know, Beavis and Butthead separate from what it ended up being. Um, and they all had uh, Homer's old voice, like the really deep voice one. It was kind of weird. Oh. No, not really. But they did kill frogs. Oh. Um, <laughs> and it was there for a little bit. And then they kind of moved it to uh, to its own show. Which was when they also started doing music videos, right? Yeah. That wasn't originally yeah. part of the show? Okay. I think it started as part of some, like, um, traveling film short thing. 
originally, like the very first one, and then they put it on liquid television. But I could oh, be wrong about yeah, that. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Like the Spike and Mike thing. Like, yeah, that's how things started back in the '90s. You guys, yeah. people used to go to like short film festivals and watch these things. Now, Micah, at those, would you just be on stage telling people what the cartoon was? Yeah, yeah. So in Oregon, we didn't have um, projectors or television technology. So I was drafted as a child to describe things to my fellow Oregonians. I don't think that that's true. Um, well, you weren't there. You were in Montana. So that's you don't true. Know. I mean, I missed it all. So um, I would just quickly like to say that Beavis and Butthead is a perfect topic um, for a couple of reasons, but one of them is that, um, okay, so Micah and I have talked about this before. We both grew up like out in the woods, basically, and neither of us had MTV or cable of any sort. We had old ass TVs with the dial that made a loud like clicking sound every time you turned it. And we had like seven channels. We had, let's see, we had four, five, seven, nine, 11, 13. So we had six channels. <laughs> um, we had but... two, six, eight, 10, 12. And some other weird ones. Yeah. But um, the summer of 1993, I, uh, my parents went out of town. I had a party at my house. And then um, <laughs> my friend and I thought we cleaned it up really well. We didn't, it turns out. And so um, she and I went back to her house and my dad got, my parents got home. My dad call, called us and he was like really pissed off because we had obviously had a party at the house. And I um, ran away from home that night. So I went downtown. He came downtown. Um, I, it was actually a very dramatic scene. He, like, chased me through the alleys of downtown, and I refused to go home with him. And um, I feel really bad about it now. Like, if I if there's one thing I feel really bad about, that's probably the thing I feel the most bad about because that must have been really awful. But anyway, I ran away from home that night, and then I – I moved into this like apartment with a whole bunch of high school dropouts and um, we did a lot of drugs and watched Beavis and Butthead. So that is where all of my Beavis and Butthead exposure happened. And um, it's actually like a fond memory I have of that place. I mean, I have I have several fond memories, but um, I fucking love Beavis and Butthead. I think it's a masterpiece. <laughs> so anyway, that's why it's perfect. These episodes, obviously, that we're going to talk about were happened while I was gone. So I never saw them. But I do already have a connection to this thing. So yeah, while we're on the topic of Beavis and Butthead being a masterpiece, um, I think it's really interesting watching it now. We talked about this a little bit before, Eric. Like there are some uh, questionable topics that they discuss and the way they discuss them um but my question like gay with stuff and butthead, or what? what no i mean yeah there's there i'm sure there's homophobia i didn't see a ton in this one but there's like i'm sure there was a lot I mean, more there's a lot me, of yeah sexualization and of women and talking about them and um but it's also pretty true to like teenage boys and 90s for sure my question even at the time watching beavis and butthead was like this is obviously a parody of idiot teenage boys on one level. There are many levels of things going on. That's what I think makes Beavis and Butthead so great. But I are always there? wondered, like, <laughs> do the do the people that are being parodied know it? 
like the audience because the the adults there's a lot of stuff with like adults being idiots and um teachers and principals and stuff being out of touch and being stupid um but they're not the audience no one looks good i mean no no one looks good i got a i got a hot take you ready Okay, so I will agree that uh, these two young men are portrayed as a bunch of idiots, but the uh, the conversations that these guys have, while some of the stupidest things anyone has ever said, are also written by genius comedy writers, so they come across as some of the greatest bits in the history of TV comedy. So right. yes, these are uh, are satirizing a bunch of dumbasses that like heavy metal music and talk about their wieners, but at the same time, they're also giving some of the most incisive commentary about music in the 90s yes. and um, also um, making fun of uh, uh, a bunch of stupid stuff like uh, um, indie rock and uh, and bad, uh, bad butt metal. Um, I mean, I don't think we would all have such a, a thorough understanding and opinion on winger. If not for uh, Beavis and Butthead, I think everyone, <laughs> everyone probably from the that uh, that was around in the mid '90s and paying attention to music probably has a a feel for it and knows what a T-shirt that talks about Winger looks like. Yeah, and uh, and it's just it is what it is. It's like it's just one of those things where this was just ubiquitous. So I think I agree with you that everyone comes off as dumb, but also the smartest dumb people in the whole world. So that is really interesting. I I like because um, I like what you said about the commentary on music because I didn't I, the only satire I could come up with was was basically just like Gen X teens right but <laughs> to me uh, there's like no commentary at all okay this is like something I actually <laughs> I actually really love about the show is that for so much of it I'm sitting there and I'm like there's actually, they're not saying anything. They're not making any fucking statements about anything. And there's something really fucking beautiful about that. Like, yes. they're not, they're really not, it's not The Simpsons. It's not, you know, all those other things that are satirizing, like, societal shit. No, there really is none of that. Like, it's it's brilliant. And it's also, like, at face value, I feel like. I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong about the music stuff, but... um. Yeah. Well, I also think we were talking about two separate parts of the show, which are very distinct. Um, right. There, I was talking more about the the little adventures they go on and the stories in quotes. So every um, should we say? I mean, because some people probably have never seen Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Like it hasn't been available for a long time. Um. So the well, Eric, you want to say the structure of the episodes? Yeah. Well, all those people that haven't watched it before, they've now had Paramount Plus for about thirty minutes, thanks to Micah's um, ad <laughs> copy that he was reading earlier. Um. You have, I think, twenty nine more days on your free uh free trial membership. So please, you've probably only been able to watch three episodes of Beavis and Butthead so far, but they're basically it. Like I I said, they're they're kind of cut in half. There's usually two ten minute uh, ish episodes. And what happens is, and I'm just going to get in the weeds, there's four minutes of a, uh, a sketch um, yep. that is a cartoon. Them doing something. Uh-huh. Then it cuts from that to they watch a video or a couple videos. Then and it cuts abruptly, and there's often no connection between the two. Oh, and then usually it, no then it cuts. Then it cuts back to, well, no, I mean, it's two separate things. It's like you got the, the cartoon, yes. cuts to a video, cuts back to the cartoon, cuts to a video, cuts to the cartoon for 60 seconds, Cuts to one last video episode over 10 perfect minutes. Yeah. And I think 
when we were talking about Beavis and Butthead and I said I wanted to bring some episodes to the show that you would have missed, Jen, when you were in Montana. At the time, we could only find the cartoons. It was on Paramount Plus, but it was just, here's the cartoon, there's no videos. And I watched, you know, maybe two of them from the first season. And I was like, we shouldn't do this. This isn't good. And so we just held on it until Micah could find it with all the, um, the videos in it. Now, watching these eight episodes, I was wrong. The cartoons <laughs> are awesome. But there's <laughs> some, are, there is yeah. some magic to the yes. fact that they're cut up with the videos because I also watched a bunch of videos by themselves. And yes, they are good. But when they are with the cartoon, they're magic. So it's just, I don't know if it's, if it's like the Pavlovian reaction of, I watched this during my entire high school career. It's just, this is what being a kid was. I just know these front words and backwards. And this is just magic is something about it just hits perfect when it is all together. And you just got 10 perfect minutes of talking turds. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I, I, the I think video the- stuff is really amazing. I think it's like you were saying and we'll talk about this more like they do have really good insights and they they also are making fun of all this music that was like the coolest thing everything was trying to be so cool and so hip and mtv was making fun of itself yeah, by putting this show on now now you guys didn't have cable um you were recounting the six channels you had i would recount mine but there were 32 or 40 <laughs> of them so it just it just be numbers um probably not too exciting but I did have cable and I watched a lot of MTV. You guys were just recently talking about uh, The Head. I did watch that show because I watched every show on MTV. Oh my God, it's so good, right? It's very good stuff. Um, it's really good. I can, uh, you know, I can tell you anything about the early seasons of The Real World. I could tell you all about all the, the other dumb things uh, that were on that channel. One of my favorite shows ever behind Beavis and Butthead was The State. Anything on MTV, I was in. Yeah. And... Um, Beavis and Butthead was a magical um, kind of way to get a whole lot of music in front of kids that were watching cartoons. So I, I knew a lot yeah. about pop culture and music from MTV, and I knew most of that because of Beavis and Butthead. And I could be wrong about this, but I feel like the the format of two people or if, or some people watching something and commenting on it, like the Mystery Science Theater 3000 thing and Riff Tracks and... Um, I'm hesitating to say Beavis and Butthead started that because there's been like people commenting and like peanut galleries and things before, but this this specific format and the way they were doing it, I feel like Beavis and Butthead pioneered that. I don't feel like there's ever been anything like it since either, though. I mean, I feel like it's a pretty unique Mystery Science 3000 is, I guess you're right, that is similar, but there's something that I think I see as an old guy that I would never have seen as a uh, kid watching the show, which is it is perfectly structured. Like to talk about it like that ruins it. We'll talk about the actual funny stuff later, but just to say that it is amazing how they nailed it. A video starts, the music is playing the entire time. It's cutting away from it to a picture of them on the couch. They're talking over it. They're talking about it. They're talking not about it. The video is going the whole time. They're showing you a funny thing. Like it just is, 90 seconds they're cutting throughout the entire video but something about how it's edited it sounds consistent you don't even realize you haven't seen the whole video and then you're out it's not like yep. you know here's a, some of those videos are probably six or seven minutes long it's like you have no idea you know right. 90 seconds of it it's perfect. i love that about it's it so honestly. tightly done it seems <laughs> yes. it's just like 
me claiming that these are some of the best comedy bits ever written is like you it seems so incredibly stupid but someone had to make right. very good decisions to make this actually entertaining yeah it's very deceptive because the the animation looks shitty even back then it's simple and it's like jittery and it seems simple and stupid and just some kids making fart jokes and talking talking about their wieners while they watch videos but the way they cut them together they planned out every single moment of that and it was really well done and yeah i totally agree it's it's very good for like people with adhd honestly it's it's a great it's point. very yeah. it's very much like like it holds your attention in a really great way and i think i think the cartoons by themselves eric even though they're not very long are too long by themselves without cutting away to the videos like yeah. i mean i think you're they, right it, I, think... I think they're going to be a huge hit now because because of that structure and because you don't have to have a super long attention span to enjoy them you yeah. know and i think there's so much nostalgia right now for a lot of these bands and a lot of this music too and it's like i was thinking as you were saying that it's good for somebody with adhd um like our generation invented adhd you guys but i would say that this generation now has perfected it like they understand themselves yeah. in a different way and i think Paramount Plus is going to get all of us to do free trials and subscribe just to watch these again. Uh, but they're also going to get tons of kids who've never seen Beavis and Butthead. And I'm I'm like terrified about the thought of my son watching it and starting to quote Beavis and Butthead back to me. I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't wait. Are you kidding? That'll I'm really the curious best. to see if they change anything or edit anything because there are some things that are pretty questionable and problematic. That come That's up. true. Um, and I, I kind of hope they don't because yeah. I think part of the, like I was kind of saying before, part of the power is like, these guys are idiots. They're funny, but they're also terrible idiots and they do terrible things. I don't know why they would change. I mean, like, think about it. Seinfeld is on Hulu. It's not like they went through and edited Seinfeld episodes and there's tons of problematic yeah. shit on it. Like, I'm guessing they're not going to do that yeah i would uh as not only your garfield historian but also your beavis and butthead <laughs> historian i would i would say um the thing that makes people nervous is this a cartoon and anytime you have a cartoon even if you explicitly yeah. say it's for teenagers and older this is not for tiny children eventually some parents going to be like well it's a cartoon i'll just let my kid watch this and i don't know if you guys right. remember but in the first couple of uh, episodes of Beavis and Butthead, Beavis was very obsessed with fire. And there was a lot of uh, Beavis lighting stuff on fire. Yeah. And then some young children, ages five and like seven or something in separate events, lit some stuff on fire, including a five-year-old that uh, lit his house on fire and his two-year-old um, sister died. Oh, and my God. Parents and, and authorities in both situations said, well, it, this was... This was the yeah. fall of the Beavis and Butthead because these kids learned how to light stuff on fire from TV. And oh. MTV pulled some episodes. Uh-huh. And so basically I what mean... happened is MTV said, this is not for tiny children. This is this is for teenagers, you know, but we are going to bend over backwards here because we feel awful about what happened. It's not our fault, but we are going to pull references of 
you know, of Beavis saying fire, fire, fire from the old episodes. So there are old episodes that have been edited and there are some episodes that are no longer shown. So, so he doesn't say fire anymore in any of them. Jen, we will talk about it. Because well, I know we'll see. because there was you a are, fire you episode. Are going, you are going to find out that there are some fun workarounds that uh, that the writers of Beavis oh. and Butthead have uh, have found yeah. for uh, for how to get fire back into the the show in kind of a, a clever way that is not that doesn't feel gross. Like you would think that if yeah. you're going to try and do that, it might feel like, like you're it's talking part of about... a music video, for example. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, but I that whole time I kept waiting for him to say fire, and I was like really sad that. <laughs> well, he that's never why said Eric's it. such uh-huh. a genius because he picked that episode for this yeah, specific okay, purpose. So- I actually, when I was on the dark web uh, searching for this, I was also doing research about <laughs> Beavis and Butthead. And I read, I don't know how this is, you can't prove this at all, but I think that in that specific case of the five-year-old and some of the other fires that were started, um, they pretty much ruled out Beavis and Butthead's influence in those cases because they determined that the kids had never seen Beavis and Butthead. Um, and it was kind of like the, you know, satanic heavy metal music and the the satanic panic and the Dungeons and Dragons stuff. And it just became this thing that spread. Like right now, it's, you know, trans people. That's the thing that every, everyone's infra- or, afraid I of. I mean, and the violent video games. are trying to shut down and destroy. Yeah, um, Micah, I think the sa- satanic panic corollary is a good one. And I, I don't. I remember as a uh, 17-year-old having some strong opinions on uh, uh, on the people who were uh, parenting these kids and things that happened as a uh, as I mentioned as a over 40-year-old man that loves to talk about turds. I'm not <laughs> going to get into that, um, but I, you know, I I do not think it was a fault of Beavis and Butthead. But what the hell do I know? No, yeah, I and I think they they pretty much proved that it had nothing to do with it in those specific cases. But as um, M- MTV said, it's like, well, fuck, this still sucks. So let's just take this out. You know, we can right. sure, we can do lots yeah. of we can do lots of really funny stuff without a cartoon lighting stuff on right. fire with an aerosol can and a lighter, and we'll go from there. Now, I do want to give a little bit of background, Jen. You mentioned that you watched uh, Beavis and Butthead when after you'd run away from home. And you were hanging out in what sounds like possibly the coolest house ever. Oh, I mean, no, <laughs> no. It had Beavis no. and Butthead. It had drugs. Yeah. Um, it probably Beavis had like. Would have loved it. There were chicks there. It was very dark. I mean, I guess yeah. In a way, yes, it was. It was in a way. Okay, um, much like a. Uh, I think I might be too young to hear this story because I just think it sounds really cool. And I just want to do it so much like some kids are too young to watch <laughs> yeah, Beavis yeah, and Butthead. Exactly. I might be too young to hear about you watching Beavis and Butthead. You might want to like run away from home and join okay. a drug dungeon. Yeah. All right. I did not um, watch Beavis and Butthead in a cool drug house. Instead, I watched it in the comfort of my own home. And then I went to high school and sat with my good friend at the time, Aaron, during French class. And when we would get paired <laughs> off to practice French, um, we'd just talk about Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> So I was pretty, I was pretty good at high school French. I was really good at high school Beavis and Butthead. And Aaron had possibly the most photographic memory for Beavis in the whole world and also a damn good Beavis impersonation. So um, everyone around us would be talking about how they had to go to the Double Vese and and Aaron would just be talking about how he was going to fly around a, a room and poop on stuff. (laughs) 
So it was pretty good. I mean, you know, I think it's about equal. And uh... <laughs> um, actually, I don't think you're wrong about that as much as I think you're joking. I don't think you're wrong about that. So you live in Chicago now. And I'm just going to say you probably have more opportunity to talk about Beavis and Butthead than you do to speak French. In your day to day life, right? Exactly. So, pop culture knowledge fucking matters. You won. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of lies about Chicago out there in the media, and you don't hear about it much, but it's mostly French here. <laughs> they call it Southern Quebec. The French right mafia? Uh huh. Or... Uh-huh. Especially during the winter when it gets really cold. It's very, very, very French. Um, so, <laughs> as a uh, person who um, majored in Beavis and Butthead rather than French in high school, um, I had a lot of memories. And so when we were talking about watching some Beavis and Butthead, I just made a quick list of, okay, well, here's like 10 videos that I think I'd like to watch with Jen. And, Aww. um, and it turns out they were all really good. So I just want to say 17 year old yeah. Eric had, had a good memory of what was funny. And, <laughs> um, and the fact that every single one of them was in the span that you were in Montana means that you may Amazing. have gotten a cool drug house to live in, but you totally got I miss totally out. got screwed from some really yeah. good beavis and butthead. I miss yeah. I miss the best um the best stretch of Beavis and Butthead for sure. Uh so Eric, why don't we try to recreate them and describe the episodes for Jen? <laughs> why don't you go eat your own and I I do want to say that uh, one of these uh, videos um, that I chose uh, features probably my favorite two minutes of um, comedy in my entire life. Um, and I would like to just kind of put you on the spot and we can get there. But if you had to guess of which of these uh, out of everything you saw today, what uh, what is my favorite? What would you guess? I'm looking through my notes because I don't. Maybe just name the video if you uh, if you think the video or the episode, like the Either music one. video. Either one. We don't have to spoil it for everybody. I don't want you to. Well, to spoil is it a bit. Oh, okay? Okay. Well, can I ask? Is it a music video part or is it a cartoon part or is that? Uh, All right. If it didn't, I just I was just wondering if I was going to jump out to you right away. Let's just let's just let it happen. Let's just let it I happen. Have, I have a guess. But Go I'll ahead, Micah. Myself. Oh, okay. I think is it the pavement one where they say they're not trying. No, but that one's pretty oh. good. That's second favorite. I was, uh, well, okay. So mine isn't, is it that same episode by any chance? Um, No, no. Okay. All right, because... this is good. This is going to be good. This is going to be okay, good, guys. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm okay. excited. All right, should okay, we Okay, get... so the first one we watched was called The Vending Machine. Yes, this was season four, episode 28, Beavis and Butthead versus The Vending Machine. Yeah. It premiered on July 13th, 1994. And the video that was featured that Eric wanted to talk about, I believe, was uh, by a band called Seaweed. Okay, because they didn't, uh, they did not have the information on their... on that one. Yeah, well, I, noticed I that sure too. didn't. Some see of it. them they didn't have the information. Um, but Seaweed's from Tacoma. Were you into Seaweed at the time, Eric? Um, I saw them a couple times in uh, huh. in the mid '90s, but I uh, I didn't really listen to them much until I was in college. But damn fine band and immortalized. Uh, with a video that features a whole bunch of kids stealing bikes on uh, on Beavis and Butthead. Oh, that's right. And yeah, they Beavis, stole they stole Beavis's Beavis bike. Is trying man. to convince Butthead that it's his bike. <laughs> <laughs> These guys seem pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It's like they kind of remind me of myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You remind me of like Urkel. Shut up, Butthead. <laughs> 
I'm cool. Hey, hey, that's my bike! Remember my bike was stolen last week, that's it! Uh... <laughs> that's not your bike, Beavis. Yeah, it is, that's my bike! <laughs> that dude ripped off my bike! Uh... <laughs> did you lock it? Uh, um, maybe not. These fart knockers ripped off my bike! Damn it, Beavis, that's not your bike. Also, these a, fart knockers ripped off my bike. A line that is, you know, problematic now, but wasn't at the time, was when he says, "That's that dude that would like rather be a girl." Why is that chick hanging out with him? And oh. it's Elton oh, John. You mean Elton, Elton John, John and, and RuPaul? And RuPaul. Yeah. Oh my god, I died! I died! Oh my god, it was so good. Well, the best part about that video is when they say. I don't feel like watching this right now either. And then they say, yeah. yes, let's never watch this again. And then just change the channel. Yeah. It's like, I'm telling you some very good musical commentary. So yeah, 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 you're right. I, I mean, mean, I've grown to appreciate Elton John, but I don't know that I would ever feel like watching that video either. I also love that Hank Hill makes very early appearances in these episodes. Hell yeah, it's, it's proto Hank Hill. It's <laughs> yeah. not Hank Hill, right? It's the precursor to Hank Hill, but it is Hank Hill, and he shows up in that first one at the vending machine. Yeah. Now, where's that dime? No way, Athwaite! <laughs> Damn it, boy, what in the hell's your problem? Um, sorry about that. It's like out of order. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and I'd hate to see it waste your money and stuff. <laughs> well, all right then. They ought to put a sign up there. And I love it. So just yeah, a little Tom recap Anderson. of the, the... That's right. His name's Tom throughout the, story the show. story in this one. Um, they're standing outside a store, and there's a vending machine between two bathrooms, the men's and women's bathroom. Nope. Um, not going to do no? it. Nope. Nope. Not going to do it, Micah. Let me just say that uh, they're hungry, and they uh, decide that they should <laughs> yes. eat something that has the most ingredients because yeah. uh, they're very smart, and those happen to be sour cream and salsa pork rinds. Um, and, uh, and the pork rinds get stuck in the vending machine. So butthead's got to go get some money and Beavis has to guard it. And while right. Beavis is gardening it, uh, a woman goes to the bathroom to which he says, Hey, how's it going? Going to the bathroom, huh? I didn't even notice that on that one. <laughs> oh and, God, that's right. Go to the bathroom, huh? <laughs> and after she goes into the bathroom, he just goes and stands next to the door and then yep. just says, plop. Yeah. <laughs> He can't see in. He's show. just listening for the plops. Disgusting. I don't, yeah, yeah. He's just, he's just, he's just got a feel for what's going on. He's, he's very intuitive. Yeah, um, yeah. That's sensitive, Beavis. But then <laughs> Butthead ends up getting a dollar from an old lady. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what he well, says. Because His... he has an idea. He says, "Hey, Beavis, I just thought of something. Whoever buys the next pork rinds is gonna get our bag plus another one." <sighs> Cool, yeah. Let's wait till they come and then kick their ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, dumbass. I mean, like, if we get another 60 cents, we could, like, get two for the price of one. <sighs> you guys you guys were saying this was not incisive commentary. This sounds, like, pretty damning about capitalism to me. I think, <laughs> I think it might have gone over your head, but I just want you to know. I um, don't think, I think it Vending machines are the man. Under my head. Yeah. Um, the... <laughs> well done. The great, the great, the greatest part to me was when Butthead 
Butthead bums a dollar from this old lady, and I can't remember what he says. He says his his brother is sick or something. His friend is sick. His friend is sick. So she he asks for sixty cents specifically because that's how much the chips co- or the pork rinds cost, and she gives him a dollar, and he calls her a butt munch. Here you go. Uh, no. <laughs> I thought I need sixty cents, butt munch. Um, but then. To make a long story short, he goes into the store to get change for the dollar and sees all these old, nasty, day-old nachos with cockroaches literally crawling across them. And the guy says that he'll give them to him for 10 cents a piece. So he buys a dozen of them somehow. And Capitalism, Micah. Capitalism. Capitalism. He goes home and eats them all and sits on the couch while Beavis is standing by the vending machine yelling his name and wondering where he is. Yeah, he just ditches Beavis. Yeah, and the the TV shows like commercials and stuff that all say like, Like an old friend, always there. I couldn't understand it, Chuck. He said he'd be right back, but he just left me standing by the vending machine. Hey, aren't you forgetting something? Sour cream and salsa pork rinds. I also appreciated the Motley Crue video just because they say, is that that Howard Stern dude singing? And Beaver says, yeah, that's that guy with the tiny penis. Yep. Okay, and then we watched Tainted Meat. Season 5, episode 15, came out December 29th, 1994. It is, this one is so fucking gross. That's oh all my I, God. That's all I wrote in, uh, oh. in my notes, Jen, is just the word gross. And also, yeah. uh, also the uh, quote. Damn it, leave us, put that away. You're not supposed to have your penis out when you're cooking. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that about yes. sums it up. And there is a lot of crotch scratching. That's Be- all Butthead it is. says that through the drive through speaker mm-hmm. as someone's trying to order. He says, Beavis, I don't think you're supposed to have your penis out while you're cooking, and this, the woman drives away. I will say that this is the episode where I wrote, I truly think this show is a masterpiece, um, <laughs> <laughs> which seems funny now, but one of the, the quote I wrote down was, I'll have a double cheeseburger, large order of fries, small root beer, and uh, an apple pie. Uh, what? Double cheeseburger. Large order of fries, small root beer, and an apple pie. Uh, could you, like, get less stuff? Because somebody orders, like, three things? somebody's trying to place an order and Butthead can't I just fucking, I just, oh, it's so good. And it's so gross. And, oh, hairnets on your nads. That's what I, okay, my, my notes corrected it to hairnets on your dads. And so I was wondering what the fuck I was talking about. But no, it was, um... They were talking about wearing hairnets on your nads. Yeah, Beavis's a lot of penises itches and also um, one of it's the, the videos. Wrong color. One of the videos was by some band called Revolting Cox. I had never, I had never heard any of the songs from the first several episodes actually, uh, and I did not know these bands. That dog I've heard of. Mm. I think Revolting Cox and MC Nine Hundred Foot Jesus. I all of them. I don't. I don't. I did not know any of that. Yeah, so the That Dog uh, video where they're working at Hot Dog on a Stick. Yes, right. Um, and they say they have a bunch of horn dogs working there. <laughs> Pretty good joke because yeah. uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're you know, holding corn dogs if you get it. I get I get uh, your drift. And then they put the, 
then they put the corn dogs um, in the fryer, and uh, and Diva says, fryer, 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 fryer. Oh my god, I didn't even notice that. And then they move on. There's just yep. no mention of it. Just is what it is. But that was the, it. but there you go. Um, so Aww. the video uh, that I was excited to show you, Jen, was the yes. MC 900 foot. Jesus. Yes, thank you. Check it out. This dumbass is trying to mail himself. <laughs> good Beavis. stuff. Very Absolutely good. tremendous stuff. Very good. Also, does Beavis or does Butthead slap Beavis around in every single episode of the show? Not everyone, but it's a pretty close. They go back to several times. Okay. Yeah, that was great. I loved that. Um, so one other quote, I don't know if we're ready to move on from this one, but there was one thing I loved hearing in this episode. Um, Beavis is cooking food with his penis out and he's scratching his penis the whole time and he makes everyone sick. They shut down the restaurant and there's a news report and a scientist says, as he's being interviewed, that we have never encountered a strain of bacteria like this in recorded science. <laughs> there's also a part where, where Butthead's like, maybe you could like, wash it and he's like yeah. no way you get water on it <laughs> super gross it's disgusting okay the next one is called bang the drum slowly dumbass yeah that's season five episode 36 and it um was on august 7th 1995 so my first note is fabio in all caps harry bohemus did you hear that, Butthead? She said Harry Bohemoth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? You don't know. I'm thinking maybe um, it had something to do with stool. <laughs> so gross. That was Fabio, though, right? Like, Hell yeah, it yeah. was. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's on the I Kissed a Girl video. Yes, which was great, and I didn't know that song. It was it was good. Jill Sobule, you didn't know that song? Nope, I didn't know any of these songs. I didn't know I've the pavement song, song, and I didn't know the Sugar Ray song. Where the I'm, fuck were you, Jen? I missed these <laughs> What the hell songs. were you doing? This was actually great. I loved when I didn't know the songs, because I was like, yeah, because these songs were the ones that were played then. And, and never again. And didn't stick around so much. That's like so they weren't weird. the hits, you know? Like So Jen, like I'm them. just wondering, as you were watching Jewel, uh Sobule, I kissed a yes. girl, did you just sit back, watch a couple of chicks make out and talk about stools? <laughs> and talk about stools. I wrote that down. <laughs> yep. Sit back, watch a couple of chicks make out and talk about stools. <laughs> Pretty good day. <laughs> Not too bad. Uh. So, Jen, the cartoon that wraps around the uh, the stool talk is mm -hmm. uh, a men's group. Beavis and Butthead, as they do, are just walking through the woods and they come across their teacher banging on a drum. Did did this speak to your love of drums? Did you feel like, hey, this is my kind of group? <sighs> this is basically what Jen was doing in Montana. First of all, why don't you all go eat your own bungholes? And secondly, um, I uh, loved it. <laughs> very, very Goddamn right. <laughs> I loved it very much. So yeah, so uh, Beavis and Butthead yeah. run into those guys, and they the old guys explain it's to Beavis a men's and Butthead. Group. Mm -hmm, they explain right. to Beavis and Butthead that they're wrestling with their manhood. So Butthead tells them that Beavis Beavis wrestles with his manhood, <laughs> and Beavis lets them know that like, I usually win. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> it's very good. And he says he doesn't want to do it in a, in front of a bunch of other dudes. Yeah, but then Beavis goes off on the drum about like. 
I don't know, running bulldozers through girls' locker rooms so he could see their boobs. A lot of it is about boobs. He wants to see chicks' thingies at first, he says. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's very good. I, I wrote, and I don't remember what was happening exactly, but I wrote, every time they say, this sucks, my little Gen X heart gets so happy. Like, I mean, they say it in every episode, but <laughs> they said it in something. Oh, no, it was just Butthead in the drum circle. Those were Butthead his innermost like, thoughts. Uh, <laughs> This sucks. <laughs> yeah. And I just get so fucking happy in every episode, every time they say it. There's also a really great Jesus Lizard comment. Hell yes. Um, yes. During the I, pavement video. Don't, don't get I, too far ahead. Speaking of things oh, that suck. sorry. Thinking of, speaking of things that suck, Jen, how about we yep. talk about uh, pavement and the song Rattled by the Rush? Yeah, not very good. Yeah. I didn't even realize it was pavement <laughs> until it said pavement. Here's here's the thing. This is uh, speaking of whether or not Beavis and Butthead are just saying a bunch of dumb stuff or if they are actually having good commentary, social commentary or band commentary. So this is an absolute total fucking evisceration of the band pavement. And then yeah. it ends with Beavis talking about how he wants to poop and pee all over a bath. So yeah. <laughs> this is where we learn that Beavis poops in the tub. Sometimes. It is absolutely perfect. It it's is all about uh, pavement. It is Sucking. magic. Yeah, so as this is as soon as the video starts, they say Oh no, it's another one of these. <laughs> they need to try harder. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like they're not even trying. Come on, come on. I want you to start over again and this time try. <laughs> come on, let's go. Pick it up. Come on, come on, here we go. Come on, one, two, three, four. Yeah, come on. Come on, rock. Because at this time, yeah, like, yeah. MTV like, was kind of like changing. It's like they're not even trying. And there were all terrible. these, like, they're, you know, Beavis and Butthead love stuff that rocks. They're into heavy metal. And yeah, Micah, if you're going to if you're going to be horrible, at least kick ass like Jesus Lizard. They suck, but they kick ass. Right. Thank you. That's it. Yep. Yes. So it's here, really good. Here is here's the comment that uh, that they make that I always think of uh, whenever I think about Pavement, who is a band that I love. But yeah. by the same token, there are some moments where it's like, oh, here's one of these where yep. it uh, <laughs> it just feels as uh, uh, like they're not even trying. It feels like they're not even trying. They need to try harder. So the comment I think of is because this entire video is with uh, pavement as a tiny picture in the tile of a bat of a slightly tile. dirty bathtub um, as slightly. A, as a tub is filling with water and uh, and um, they say they're too lazy to rock and they're too lazy to clean the tub <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> there's a new version of pavement's last record before they kind of disbanded that they just put out that was an extended version of the uh, record with a whole really? bunch of outtakes, whole lot of oh. stuff. And um, I was listening to it and a lot of it was just noodling. And I got to tell you, they are too stiff. They are still too lazy to, to rock and still <laughs> to too rock. lazy to clean the tub. <laughs> yeah. The thing that stuck with me was just what you already said. Try harder. Uh -huh. said, try harder. Try harder. Like just try. Which is funny for Beavis and Butthead to say. Because, like, they would never try it. They don't try. Yeah, but they love the rock. And I do have to say, like, that whole slacker indie rock thing was becoming huge then and it was kind of different at the time and so i totally get what beavis and butthead were saying um i, I mean yeah if you're going to be horrible at least kick ass like jesus lizard <laughs> i say they don't put effort into anything i mean that's not entirely true because they do some really fucking amazing dances in the 
not the next episode, but the one after that. Um, well, speaking of dances, um, yeah? as you were partaking in Sugar Ray, um, oh, doing yeah. doing the Mean Machine, did you appreciate oh, Beavis's love for the really cool dance they do? Oh my God! Oh yes, I really appreciate it. I think it was Butthead's love, wasn't it? Because Beavis makes fun of no, it. No, it was. Yeah, but- it, it's Butthead yeah. that, uh, that loves yes. the dance. Yeah, he says, "Just watch." There's a cool part where they do but a really I mean, cool dance up here, and then Beavis is like, "It's not a cool dance." Also, it's not actually, at all. that reminds me of a thing that I thought about a ton watching this, and just like, like in terms of coolness, that dance was not cool. Um, they are also, Beavis and Butthead themselves are so, like, desperately uncool. And I think it's so, I love that they did not make them, they're not hip in any way. They're not, um. They don't know anything. They, they're not popular in any way. Well, they love music. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's that. But they, they really are fucking nerds. Like, they, and I really love that about it. And I don't know if I had really thought about that before, like how deeply uncool they really are. We decided to wrap this episode there because um, we have a lot more to talk about and we figured it would be better as two separate episodes rather than one super duper way too long one. So, um, thank you so much for listening. We love y'all. And thanks to Minus Violet for our music and Graham McRae for our artwork and Fifi Folios for our internet stuff. And until next time, see you in the 90s. Check it out. This dumbass is trying to mail himself. Damn it, Beavis. Cut it out. That'd be cool if, like, I could, like, mail myself. Like, put a stamp on my butt and say, like, take me to somewhere cool. Bow, 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 bow,